Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts start by saving 33 with prime on all body care and candles then get a 15 stem bunch of tulips for just 9.99 each with prime round out mom's menu with festive rosé irresistible berry chantilly cake and more special treats come celebrate mother's day at whole foods market There's a food item served in Irish pubs that is revered so much that it's a surprise that some of them haven't been designated UNESCO heritage dishes or given special PDO protections by the European Union. It's a dish whose recipe is known to only a mere few hundred thousand bar staff around the island of Ireland. I'm referring, of course, to the saviour of the empty-stomached drinker, the after-work pint man or woman's best friend, the toasted sandwich. Welcome to Publin, a podcast about the culture, history and heritage of pubs at home and abroad. Two slices of bread, a lash of butter, some ham of reasonable width and a cheese, one level above easy single but no fancier than that. These are the component parts of the most common food served in Dublin and Irish pubs for decades and decades. Stick one of these under a grill and you've got yourself a solution, temporary though it may be, to the fact that you didn't have a proper dinner and you want to keep on going in the pub without having to break your pact of crack with your pals at the table. It's a cheap, reliable godsend that boasts near uniformity in any pub you go to. The bread is usually the same, some form of cheap white tasting bread, or maybe a batch loaf if you're very lucky. Ham that comes reasonably thinly sliced but isn't quite wafer and definitely hasn't been hacked off a loin roasted anywhere near the premises you're eating in. And cheese that is processed enough to guarantee a bright nuclear yellowish colour and maximum stringiness when pulled apart. It's picture perfect in its own little way. Anyone listening from abroad or from another culture must be thinking to themselves that, oh, these toasties must be quite the delicacy. Well, no, they're a bit crap. And that's the point. Of course, I'm romanticising it here, but that's what people do. There's a strange pride in its crappiness. It's comfort food at its most essential, and people get quite reverential for holdovers from times of Dublin past. 
I had planned on doing an episode about toasties in some form or another for a while, but what's the format? What I've described to you is essentially it. There's no grand history of when the first toasted sandwich was served, not that I know anyway, and there's no great tales about publicans famous for their toasted sandwiches or the exoticness of their recipes. There's no Michelin star for these bad boys, but they're still worth thinking about. And then I got an email from a guy named Owen, who I've interacted with a lot through social media over the years, but never met in person. He's a graphic illustrator, and a few years back he did a really cool toasty graphic that did the rounds on social media. He suggested that I do an episode of this podcast on the toasty. So I said, why don't you join me as a guest, and why not? Let's go to a few pubs on a toasted sandwich pub crawl, and then put them to the test. The idea isn't to find the absolute best toasted sandwich in town, there's loads of contenders for that crown, but what we wanted to do was put ourselves amongst it and get philosophical about what makes a good toasted sandwich. In fact, Owen has written a Ten Commandments on toasties that we kept in mind as we ate our way around Dublin. Here's the toasty man himself. Hi, my name is Owen Wielahan. I'm an illustrator from Dublin, and I am also a toasty sandwich enthusiast. Um, so I started uh, a project where I was making a, a different piece of art in a different style um, each day, and I was always trying to come up with new ideas, and always liked the idea of doing a kind of an illustrated guide to something in Dublin, and I thought it'd be nice to do something that hadn't been done. And to my shock and surprise, nobody had properly uh, documented the, the the various pubs that serve toasties. So I did a little illustration, picked about, I think it was 21 pubs, and created a little graphic with a toasted sandwich split in half with some cheesy bridges across the Liffey. And that's where the idea for the blog started. I've actually had to update it a few times because of, pubs closing or losing their status, that we say. And so, on a Tuesday afternoon, myself and Owen went off on a wee bread-heavy journey around the streets of Dublin, exploring the um, culinary side of Dublin pubs. Okay, so we're waiting on our first toaster here in Grogan's. I'm semi-talking to the audience and also to Owen, who's sitting across from here. <laughs> it's a bit of a weird experience to, to sit outside Grogan's, knowing you're mic'd up. Yeah. Uh, but... Undercover toasty eaters. Yeah. <laughs> so today, I suppose we're exploring the various types of toasties, such as there are. I think they're all, you know, to an outsider, I'd say to like a French person coming to Dublin, there's probably much of a muchness between all these toasties, but it holds a special place in pub culture and lore in Ireland, I would say. Yeah. Because it is like, is the unwritten thing about it is like that they're actually a bit crap, but that's kind of what we like about them it's a comfort food like yeah. that's um i think that's fair i don't think the toasty should go above its station in that no, traditionally it's something to kind of keep you going if you're having a couple of casual mm -hmm. drinks with mates and you may be thinking right yeah it's uh, a last resort it wouldn't thing. even be a, a soup kind of place it would be no no um you know there's no kitchen it's a it's a toaster it's a grill it's probably in a cellophane bag mm -hmm. it might be pre-prepared 
um, and it just does the job. Yeah, but this is how the microplastics are getting into our food is through that that that, bag <laughs> that yeah, they stick into the toaster. But I mean, you're having an unhealthy night out anyway, so yeah, yeah. What's a few shards of cellophane uh, <laughs> in it? Yeah, so I mentioned the word toasty. Oh, lovely! Thank you. Thank you very much. Cheers. Okay, so I'm going to interject myself because I think this breaks one of your uh, ten rules of toasties, whereby it has. A, has a napkin that may or may not stick to the to the toasty underneath, but it's excellent presentation. I have to and say, and it's cut in a um, it's cut di cut diagonally across, yes, which is what you want. That's exactly it. Bit of mustard looks pretty good. Yeah, to my eyes, that looks like kind of a, well, it's a white cheddar, I guess. I was going to say it's an Emmental, but it's certainly <laughs> that is it. Well, from my first observation, the cheese is melted and the ham looks like. It's kind of deli yeah, looks, which again yeah. gets uh, points. It's not a wafos. No. Okay, I'm going in. So to edit out the sound of crunching. Yeah. <laughs> it's a good toasty. It's a it's a it's a very tasty toasty. <laughs> it immediately makes me wonder. For years now, they've generally almost had somebody on toasty duty. Yeah. Like there's so many staff. And it's a big bar, which again is quite different to. Um, a one-man show um, oh yeah yeah there's usually like as you say like four people or so behind the bar um, usually in any other place it's lashing out pints mm. but here it's lashing out toasties what of the bread actually now we're coming towards the end of, mm. of crust number two so what are you going to give this out of ten I'd have to give it a fairly solid eight mm -hmm. um, whether it's the best toasty in town we, we won't know today or maybe ever but uh, <laughs> Uh, it it ticks most of us. I well, we we kicked off our our toasty crawl in a place that hasn't lost any of its uh, toasty credentials or status, and that was um, Grogan's. What do you think now? At a at a degree of remove, do you think that was a good start to the toasty pub crawl? Did that set the standard? I think it was a good choice in the end, even though we did try to go to one or two other places first. Grogan's is kind of. I think it's the gold standard in a lot of people's eyes for just the, I think more the toasty experience than necessarily the toasty itself. It's somewhere that people just have history and memories of sitting outside, maybe lingering over a pint thinking, should I go home? Will I have the dinner? Maybe I'll get a toasty. And it's kind of, uh, it's kind of the ubiquitous um, go-to for, for the Dublin toasty experience. And it is a pretty good toasty. It has to be said. So there we have it, a good start to our attempts to explore the toasted sandwiches of Dublin. We wanted to have two north and two south side pubs along the way, but as we were moving around the city, not everywhere was ready to receive us. So we had to make a slight alteration to the plan. Lovely. <laughs> Thank you very much. It smells lovely. I'll try and get the rustle of the bag on, on Mike there. Oh yeah. This can't be safe. I'm sure it is. <laughs> now, first thing I observe that in the previous toasty, we didn't uh, have a drink, and I'm quite glad we have a, yeah, a half a stout here because it's a very dry sandwich. I'm actually having trouble. Yeah, <laughs> it's going down, but with a little bit of help, I concur. Once I've got the saliva together, to. <laughs> this is kind of what you would expect, though, if you mm. to say this to. X amount of people, what is a pub toasty? This kind of looks the 
depart. Who are we to judge? How many have we made in a pub toaster? Yeah, the toasty sandwich with the butter on the outside is venturing into North American grilled cheese territory, mm -hmm. um, which has its place, but I would be, um, off the top of my head, I can only think of one one bar in Dublin that does a kind of sandwich press toasting, and that's the International, mm -hmm. um, which again is a very different beast. You're ending up with the big bits on the side that might go a bit crispy, mm. and it's always volcanically hot. You're a real purist, though. I'm kind of a bit more, <laughs> a bit more sanguine about about bread and stuff in between. <laughs> Just it up. Okay, so out of, out of ten on for the pub that we're in, toasty. I would say it's probably going to be a six. Really? Okay, that high. Maybe oh. a five. Yeah. I now having experienced what I would say is a bad toasty a few weeks ago, and um, in beep pub uh, on Beep Street, um, I would say this is, this is definitely obviously not the worst, but it's not, it's not burnt or anything, it's just, I'm going to go five. Yeah, yeah. Half, so. We went for a bit of a ramble around Dublin. We tried to go to the flowing tide, but what happened there to us? So uh, they did confirm that they were uh, serving the toasty because you just don't know in this day and age where pubs have been taken over or are starting to serve pizzas and various other things. And the toasty is, to me anyway, is kind of relates back to uh, pubs of a certain era where you're really only talking about crisps and peanuts as another option. But unfortunately, we arrived, I think, too early. The toasties hadn't arrived. We were in ahead of the toasties and they didn't have them. So we had to we had to go elsewhere, which is a shame. I, I can only assume they were coming from some chef's kitchen that that he was still making them to perfection and that's why they yeah. hadn't made it to the flowing tide alas and also to our detriment the lord edward happened to be closed because we were doing this during the day so we will have to go back for a round two to try out the lord edward because i think you rate it quite highly i i i gave it i think uh on the blog which which i did start after i'd done the um the infographic because i started thinking well i've put all these toasty pubs on the map but i couldn't really stand over all of them because i hadn't i hadn't really rated them or or ranked them so i just started thought it might be fun to actually start doing little uh, toasty reviews which is you know pure folly really you said it's folly to rate toasties and you would think that it's the simplest thing in the world to put a toasted sandwich together but we found to our detriment when we stumbled foolishly into our second pub that will remain nameless. That is a lovely pub that I would say would have a good toasty experience overall, but the toasted sandwich itself was a bit of a letdown. Have you recovered from the dryness of that toasty? Um, just about. I mean, it's a hot day today, so it's all coming back to me, but that, that was a good example of a toasty that you really did need to wash down with something because one of the many toasty commandments that I tried to come up with as a, a kind of a set of guidelines for what what you need to have in place is the bread was just incredibly dry and I don't think a lot of money was spent on it. That might have been reflected in the uh, the price of the toasty or not. Yeah, it made it, it made it made for a very um, difficult toasty experience. Oh dear, not the greatest of choices, but. I'm a firm believer that you have to experience the bad to appreciate 
the good. And as we said before, these sandwiches' chief purpose is just to keep you in the pub, and this one certainly did just that. So no hard feelings to this pub, we won't hold it against them. So we went onwards in search of a higher standard of toasty. A few kilometres of walking later and we arrived at our third location, a place we expected to be of the upper crust when it comes to toasty standards in Dublin. It's a pub called Comiskey's on Dominic Street, a favourite of both of ours and home turf for Owen, who lives nearby. It was at this point that toasty fatigue was really setting in. Good as they may have been, They're a dry dish, and Guinness isn't exactly known for its thirst-quenching abilities. We thought that we might get a bit more variety in the form of a batch-bred version or a thick-cut ham, but the nature of the beast is that it's standardised. I'm going to narrate this. Owen is opening the sandwich with great ceremony. Napkin to the side. Cellophane bag. Hot to the touch. Again, we're looking at a... Pretty standard looking white slice pan. I have experienced on occasion a brown slice pan. Okay. It's actually quite a nice variation. (laughs) Only the connoisseurs, the real fans of toasty, will get that one. Have you ever in your life put a brown sauce on a toasty? I'm not a brown sauce man. Yeah, it's more of a Northern Ireland kind of thing. Superior cheese. Oh, yeah. Um, What's going on with the cheese? It tastes like those. packs of thinly sliced cheddar that you can get. You get like a 10 pack of Charleville kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but they've got that like a proper cheesy taste as mm-hmm. opposed to something that just goes into nothing. Yeah. So, um, oh my god. A, a, that's a subtle but um, mm-hmm. a noted difference. And I know we're, we're kind of unnaturally cramming these this into <laughs> a, an afternoon. But I think it does make the point that one at the right time is absolutely perfect for what it needs to be and then you might kind of think at some point you're going to go home for your dinner. Yeah, because um, it's like having three in a row is not its not exactly a flavour explosion. Uh, <laughs> it's not, as you, as you mentioned, it's not like going around Bilbao and getting pinchos and tapas. No, let's, let's, uh, let's, not, um, let's not pretend <laughs> this experience is ebbing and flowing from a trail to a quest to... Possibly an endurance. I just think of that like after we haven't eaten that much. No. Like, so attempt three out of five on the third one I okay. would say is definitely an upgrade on the previous one. Yes. Um but still not, I don't think it's better than the Grogan's one. No. So like I think we were saying on the walk up here that I have often heard it said that people say that the Grogan's toasty is overrated. And if you compare it with, you know, what a toasty is capable of being outside the confines of a pub, then that's you know that's probably correct. But in terms of making a very simplistic sandwich, that was the most true to form, mm-hmm. the one with the most moisture in it. Yeah, which was which is a good thing. Trust me. And we didn't even have a drink with it as well, actually. Yeah. So we didn't have not that we have beer goggles on now. We've made two half pints of Guinness, but. It's looking pretty rosy at the moment. Now, we haven't had a spread of so So we were talking about fatigue of, of what we're about to eat. But do you now feel at this point of fatigue of trying to think of something else to say about two <laughs> slices of bread with, with a little bit of meat in between? There is or a you, little... dear listener, do you feel fatigue approaching? There is 
there is a, a limit that you can kind of, uh, recharge. We, we might never want to meet again after this. <laughs> <laughs> we'll sit on opposite sides of pubs. and not speaking. <laughs> so what, what would be your out of 10 rating for this then? So we've had, we've had an 8 and a 6, I think, from you, and an 8 and a 5 from me. Logically, it's going to be a seven. I would concur with that. <laughs> I have to say, pub three, which you we went to, which was Kumiskis, which is your local, a fine pub. I think it was a decent toasted sandwich, but by that stage, we were having real bread fatigue. But did you still think it was an enjoyable sandwich? Ham and cheese. I thought it was a extremely acceptable sandwich, and um, served at the table with the requisite condiments, uh, which is what you're looking for. Um, I believe it was cut diagonally for us so yeah the, it ticked a lot of the boxes but i did have to say that there is definitely drawbacks to doing a toasty crawl which is poss- possibly why you may not have heard about it up until now on to our next and last stop the great hope for salvation at this point we were really hoping that a toasted special might be an option aren't all toasties special Yes, but to let the uninitiated know, a toasted special differs from your regular toasty, in that it has a few more ingredients, including your standard ham, but also with tomato, onion, and lettuce. It's a slightly fancier version. To find this holy grail of the holy grain, we moved on to Tommy O'Gara's pub in Stony Batter. Would Tommy's and Rocky the barman deliver? Well, of course, they always drop it down to your table, but you, you know what I mean. Yeah, I'm, I'm uh, at the end of this uh, this odyssey. I'm actually now a little bit excited again. Yeah, so yeah. <laughs> this, this is the shot in the arm that we needed. Uh, well, hopefully, anyway. All right, dig in. I don't know if I want to put mustard on this. Uh, I might um, I might kind of take it for a for a spice and see mm-hmm. see what it needs. Yeah, there's a noticeable difference in oh, like this is if you were in the position where. You should have gone home an hour or so ago and you're thinking, I really yeah. need a little bit of sustenance. This is what you want to be seeing. Mm-hmm. I think they're displaying uh, a, a very strong sense of confidence mm-hmm. with their sandwich. Yeah. So. <laughs> you might squeeze a bit of mustard in there, but you don't really even need it. There's, there's a lot going on there. I think that puts this place on the map in my mind anyway. Bar maybe the pot of butter and maybe a little jar of mustard, I'd say. There's not much wrong with that, so I'd give it a 9. I'm going to say as toasties go, was it 10? I wouldn't really argue with that, yeah. What do you want? Yeah, yeah. We did, thankfully and unintentionally, save, I think, the best for last. Now, this might be because we went for the toasted special, so it was something a bit different. It was a sandwich alive with flavour and alive with moisture. That was, of course, in Tommy O'Gara's. Were you surprised you'd never eaten a sandwich there before? I hadn't, and uh, I will definitely be returning because despite our uh, fatigue from uh, going for our fourth sandwich of the afternoon, it was a very inviting and impressive delivery on the table, presentation, top marks. And I think it actually perked us back up at the end of our... Of our um, I think did we, we changed the uh, the wording from... A trail to a quest to an odyssey um, by the time we had our toasty specials. So, um, yeah, I, I, felt, I felt it was a journey worth, worth embarking on. So, 
Are we now any the wiser about the great toasted sandwiches of Bolyachlia? Well, honestly, no. As myself and Owen said time and time again on our tour around that day, the toasted sandwich is always about the set and the setting and the role it plays in the overall pub experience. We weren't going out sinking pints on a session, and to be honest, that's the situation in which the toasty shines the most. So, while it was fun to discuss and philosophise about the toasty in its natural habitat, the enjoyment and understanding of this delicacy comes only through experiencing it. So I hope that this has been a lesson to all of you. Don't treat something that's not too fancy with too much a degree of seriousness. Just sit back, sink a pint, grab a toasty, Sink I'm, I'm, I'm too thirsty to drink water You ask what am I thirsty for Thanks for listening to this episode of the Publin Podcast. This one was good fun to make, as you might imagine. I've never met Owen before, and he was a great companion for this tasting tour. I definitely encourage you to check out Owen's work on Instagram, particularly the Toasty Map that is for sale on his website, which is owenwheelahan.carbonmade.com, and his Owen Wheelahan illustration on Instagram. He also did a cool design for an old Dublin character named the Hairy Lemon, which was inspired by the Hairy Lemon's mention on an episode of this podcast. So thanks again to Owen, and definitely check out all of his fantastic work. If you know of some toasted sandwiches with a little bit of a twist or ones worth checking out, I'm definitely interested in testing them out recreationally. So you can send me, John, an email via publinie at gmail.com. I've got a cool concept for the next episode that I'm working away on and I'm very excited about it. I think it's going to turn out well and it might turn into a series if all goes well with it. The music used in this episode was Bread and Butter by Sun Little and Too Thirsty to Drink Water by Carl Blau. That's about it for this week so all that's left to say is to wish you well, to enjoy your sunny outdoor pints wherever you are in the world and also if you were to share, rate and subscribe this podcast... I would be forever grateful. So now let me say, enjoy, cheers, and slauncha. catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. 
Let's get this dinner party started. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.